Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome to Cavs of Podcast. I'm Nate Smith with Chris Francis coming to you in what I hope is stereo, but uh, I have I got a brand new mic, so you'll have to let me know how it how it is sounding. There we go. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, go. trying to get semi professional here. Anyway, Cavs tip off tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we are currently in the background watching this abysmal. Sixers Celtics game, or as I like to call it, Flop Fest 2022, where uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid try to outflop Marcus Smart and uh, Jason Tatum, and it, it, it's pretty tough. Um, but it looks like Boston actually gave up on the flopping and started playing, and that's why they're winning by about 11 points right now. So we will see how that one turns out, but I know all of us are a little bit down in the dumps uh, over uh, the Guardians uh, losing to the Yankees today after a fantastic season and a real kind of bummer of a last two nights where we thought we were going to get a lot of momentum going into um, Game 5 on Sunday night, and then, of course... The interminable, poorly reported on rain delay uh, canceled the whole Sunday night game, and then we had to sit through a uh, Monday night drubbing. But hey, it was a great season, and it was a lot of fun to follow the team over the last. Like I don't ever follow till like right after, right till the end of the September and October, pretty much. So uh, it uh, it was a fun ride. So I don't know if you watched that at all, Chris. Uh, I caught a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a Cincinnati fan, so you uh, know, I tuned. So out you're not baseball. used to postseason baseball, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I remember as a kid. Basically, I remember as a kid. I mean, the it was the Marge Shot glory years. You know, 1990. That's what I remember of the Reds. You know, Eric Davis and in the in the Nasty Boys and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's the the, the baseball's a sore subject in the Francis household, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, and are you also a Bengals fan? 
Oh, is yeah. That your, oh, yeah. Is that your, your football squad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, li- a little sophomore uh, slump yeah, this I mean, year for Joe Burrow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, y- you know, but they hopefully turned a corner. So, I mean, that's the whole thing is their thing last season was, uh, you know, kind of starting slow and then figuring out and peaking at the right time. So, perfect segue because that's exactly what JB was saying about this season. But, uh, you know. Uh, so, what was he yeah, saying? Yeah, like, uh, hopefully they're doing the same thing. So, you know, like, basically what he was saying was that whatever happens on opening night is going to be a work in progress, basically. You know, like, they still have to figure things out because of the injuries and because of the new pieces and everything. So, you know, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, Also, you know, to me, it's, uh, I mean, it's a smart thing to say. It's the realistic thing to say, you know, to temper expectations or whatever, to manage expectations. Um, but also it's the reality. Like, Evan Mobley hasn't played with, has he, he hasn't played with Evan Mitchell, right? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, to me, I don't okay. like starting yeah. out the season with excuses. Um, that, that to me sets a bad precedent. But, <laughs> uh, Get his you know, ass, man. Get it. Well, Get it's like, just yeah. We're we're coming out. You know, sounds like it, it's like a you bit of a it's to... a bit of a dichotomous message when simultaneously you're given a puff piece to Evan Mobley uh, in in the Cleveland.com saying it could be a Hall of Famer, one of the best players in the league, and the Cavs only have a championship aspirations if. Evan Mobley is the best player on the team and it's Evan Mobley's team. And uh, I'm like, you know, doing that and say, well, we haven't quite figured it out yet is is a little bit talking out of both sides of your mouth to me. Um, So I I'm a little baffled at kind of their approach. Well, It's not it's not the same people talking, though. I mean, like Evan Mobley piece was Evan Mobley talking, whereas. Yeah, but it was a lot of assistance. There was a lot of uh, oh sure yeah it co- seemed like you it was know, mainly uh, Buckner, Buckner right? and, and Buckner Walton. Walton mainly yeah, but I mean get on the same page. So, guys. I don't know. I mean I, I don't know. I mean I, I feel like I feel like uh, you know you know Sergeant Slaughter is in the house. Is what's up? You know what does that mean? <laughs> oh, I just mean you like the drill sergeant. You know, you want to, you want perfect, you want Bill Belichick. You know, uh, I don't want Bill Belichick. Uh, I'm just Bill Bill Belichick. That's why I'm here, and I'm hearing some. You want some uh, ball buster? You know, straight up. I, I'm I'm not a you know channel in my inner Belichick. I just want to hear <laughs> uh, a consistent message from the team. I guess more than anything, like it just throws me off a little bit. Um and I and I don't like starting with excuses cuz it's not like Wait 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 it cut out it just cut out it just cut oh, out for sorry. a second. Wait, Can you hear you me? I said I don't like uh just built-in excuses to start the season. That that is a little mm-hmm. problematic to me. It's like yeah, he hasn't played with Donovan Mitchell, but how many different guys he's played with everybody else on this team practically. So, I except think, for Raul Neto. He was more, I think it's, I don't know if you may be reading too much into it. I took it yeah, maybe I as, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, I think it's just reality. I mean, they aren't, 
you know, they're starting off at a, with a deficit chemistry period, you know, just having, you know, Donovan Mitchell, you know, never playing an NBA game with these guys, you know what I mean? So I, I would hope it should be the case that game 82, they look a hell of a lot better than game one. You well, know? Sh- so I would hope, I hope so too. I would hope so too. You know, so, so. but yeah, so you know, that's that was, me that kind of the thing. Having high expectations and being a little annoyed at that article we saw earlier today in the Cleveland.com. Ooh, did you yeah. check that so article? Wait, out? wait, wait. So what? What annoyed you? Like I, I we got to. I, I don't like this. Uh, I feel like they're putting Evan ahead of the rest of the team and building a lot of expectations about you know their ceiling all all revolves around him and blah 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 and. You know, my question is, if their ceiling revolves around Evan Mobley, then why did they trade control of the next five drafts and this year's draft rookie and one of their best players from last season for Donovan Mitchell? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, So I don't like that characterization. I don't like this. It's not Jared Allen's team. It's not uh, uh, Darius Garland's team. It's like, no, it's a team. I, this somebody has to be the man thing is is sports radio BS that ultimately breaks up teams and kills the good vibes and I don't like that so that that's what annoyed me about that article I think it's a a lot of sports talk BS um, that you know this has got to be Donovan's team blah 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 and it's like he's so far from that right now as a second year player where you've got what a five-time all-star and Mitchell four or five-time all-star and guys who were all-stars last year. It's like, you know, Evan Mobley is going to be really good, but let's not skip the middle part where he figures out where he's got to get from, you know, sophomore season into, you know, an NBA vet and then hopefully an all-star and go from there. But, you know, I kind of feel like they're putting the cart before the horse with that article and kind of some of the comments a little bit. And if I was one of the other players on the team, I mean, I think this team probably has the good vibes to get away with it. But if I'm Donovan Mitchell, I'm like a little bit like, really, this can't be Donovan Mitchell's can't be our best player. You know, I, I and the other thing is that annoys me about it is I feel like, you know, when you give the guys <laughs> the accolades too soon, you're 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 risking what happened with Colin Sexton where his perception and what you've said doesn't match the reality with contracts. Um, and that concerns me. I don't know. Comparing Evan Mobley to Colin Sexton, just, I don't, I don't know how that's a comparison at all. Like I just the way they're handling him. I, Sexton I, I don't like giving guys accolades, I mean, like accolades too like soon. Like a rookie of these rookie of the year candidate, probably not really. Especially because his defense was overlooked. Oh yeah, no, and and you know? they totally covered that in the article too. It's just I don't know. I I thought a lot of the stuff was a little cart before the horse, but maybe they're seeing things that I'm not. I I hope to be wrong, and probably a lot of this is just preseason angst <laughs> and angst over the over the uh, the. I keep wanting to call them the tribe. You're the gar- guardians form is what it is. Yeah, I'm in yeah, mid season. You're. you're, you're I'm speaking truth to power (laughs) or just to hear myself talk when it usually they're the same thing. So, 
Anyway, um, what did yeah, you think I mean, of that? Yeah, what did I mean, you think of the Okoro article that came out kind of late last week? Oh, I, enjoy, I I thought that was an interesting article for the stand from the standpoint of the the team's investment in that Noah machine. Like, I don't know. Did you see the pictures? Oh, about the four. I did like, not see incredible. the pictures. The forty-five degree oh angle. God, dude. Okay. Yeah. So no, which you you gotta. I'll I'll send you the tweet hopefully, or I'll post the tweet. Uh, okay, that sounds like a so title pick right for, there for everybody to see. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. Like it was actually a pick of the Raptors facility. They have the same machine, and if you see the machine, like it it has like so many crazy, like it's basically like live data like player tracking essentially on on a big scoreboard it's insane like i I just couldn't believe it like it's it gives you so much information like like and that's kind of what was conveyed in the okora article like he was getting instant feedback about the arc on his shot like the degree angle of arc that was that he was putting on the shot every single shot in real time so yeah, that's uh, awesome. It, that instant feedback, he can like uh, make minor adjust. You know, he, like he could literally make minor adjustments on every rep to get them better. You know, so it's really cool. So and, you wanna uh, you yeah. wanna really make that work? You hook it up to a brainwave monitor, so that you can get like these archery guys that can get their brainwaves in the same shot in the same uh, wavelength every time they hit a bullseye. Then they can kind of start to uh, feedback loop and train their brain to get in that uh, that uh, zen like state to uh, to get the perfect brain rhythm for shooting. You can you combine those two things and you really got it going. So that way you get to where you're not even thinking about it. So <laughs> I love the phrase brain rhythm. <laughs> yeah, that absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Neuroplasticity, baby. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll be awesome. right back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I mean, welcome back. Uh, Chris, it's all, a part of, it's all a part of mindfulness. You know, the, the whole brain oh, rhythm thing. Ooh, ooh, wow. So now we're transcending the numbers and going into the spiritual. No, well, I... I a am bit. a pretty a hard, bit. hard and fast science guy. I, I, I don't know how much, but it, there's definitely, you know, ways to calm your brain, and you have power to influence your own uh, brain waves and and that kind of thing, and that's been scientifically proven. So, I, I wouldn't get, call it spirituality, but but you could. Uh, not that I'm not a spiritual person, but I'm I'm pretty hard. I'm pretty hard and fast in the science side of things. I'm, you know, I'm an ass kicking deist. So, <laughs> like George Washington and nice. Tom Paine. There you go. There you go. I love it. That that's I just a it. little. We're, we're uh, spanning all the subjects. It really is. It's. I feel like this is culture chat. All of a sudden. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, God the podcast. 
<laughs> to to get deep and down the theological well. Anyway, um, but it it's been. Uh, I mean, ball basketball is a religion to me. Oh, ball ball is life. Ball is life. Yeah, you watched Ted Lasso, yeah. didn't you? Oh no. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. there's a great no, uh, the craze. Uh, there's a one of the best. Um, Danny Rojas is a uh, character in the show, and he's like this crazy, just uh, wunderkind Spanish player, and he always refers to himself in the third person. He sings his own theme song, like Danny Rojas, Danny, Danny Rojas, and uh, he's but he goes into a slump, and they have to. Uh, get a sports psychologist because he accidentally kills the uh, team mascot on a, uh, on a final game penalty kick when the dog jumps in front of the ball. <laughs> and so he goes in. No. So Dr. What? Sharon told me that football is life, but also sometimes football is death. And sometimes football is just football, but mostly football is life. <laughs> That's how I feel about basketball. So, anyway, that was a lot. There was a lot there. That was a that was a word salad of of stream of consciousness. (laughs) I haven't even had anything to drink today. So, anyway, let's talk Cavs. That's what it It, sounds like. Did you have a midnight cup? (laughs) uh, It is not midnight. It's only ten, and I did finish it about an hour ago. So it's probably just right in mid caffeine Mm. form. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> oh man, you're making me now. I want to now. I want a cup of. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so the Okoro article and the what yeah. did you call yeah, the machine? So what did you think of the Okoro? Like, yeah, we got off track. What, what did you think of the Okoro article? Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I'll, I'll I thought it take, was. I'll, I'll give my take about the other article later, but I want to hear what your take is on the Okoro article. I, I thought it was great. Love to see how hard he's working. I've said it for all summer. I said, you know, it's way, way too early to give up on this kid who has, you know, only put on muscle every single season and done everything the Cavs have asked him to, filled every role the Cavs have asked him to. And yeah, he hasn't been successful, but he hasn't been, you know, afraid of the limelight either. He just got to get his confidence and get his reps. And it's a totally di- – if they'd have treated Isaac Okoro the way that they treated Colin Sexton, where they kind of had all the rope or all the runway in the world to fail um, and just kind of carte blanche on the court, uh, he'd be a different player right now. So he's really had to you know, do what he do- does well out of college and – not uh, worry about the scoring side of the ball. And now uh, they're asking him to do more there, and he's stepping up to the challenge. I absolutely think he's going to be capable. I've loved the way I've seen him cut off the ball in the offseason. I'd love to see him attack the closeouts, you know, handle a bit in transition. Um, you know, the my only issue with the article uh, was – the whiplash I've got from Cavs fans who wanted him traded la- traded two weeks ago to wanting him to start <laughs> after two good preseason games. So that's my only beef with the article. It's not really even with the article. It's just with the reception. Yeah, I mean, that's the irony of the situation, I think, is that, you know, Kobe and JB at the end of this said that they had to unlock 
Okoro's offensive game. And really, the only way that they can actually do that is put the ball in his hands more um, and let him play at the two guard position, you know, which is where he played um, in, in that rookie 30 point game against Phoenix. Um, when I went back to watch the film on that, I mean, he just get he's getting a lot more on ball opportunities um, and opportunities to run the pick and roll in that game because he's been he's getting the he's catching the ball on the move on the perimeter and attack. And so it's interesting that, you know, I don't know if he can, I don't know if he has it within him or I don't know if it's a coaching issue. I don't know if it's a chemistry issue, but he's just never looked like the same guy with the starters as he does. You know what I mean? As, like he's as he does as a bench guy that three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just, he's always pigeonholed into that three and D role, you know, every time. Well, yeah, but always is like, how can you expand your game? Yeah. But always is two years worth of experience. And I, you know, some guys don't true blossom right away in the NBA. Everybody has different development path. And I absolutely think the way his game works and his basketball IQ, he's going to be a bit of a late bloomer and late bloomer is, relatively um you know it's kind of a misnomer with him because he's only 21 still so he'll uh yep he'll be fine um i'm one of the things is everything you just talked about i love the way the Cavs have structured their starting rotation which i'm just going to assume karis lavert is the starter at the three well everything you just described from for Isaac Okoro is the way they want Karis LeVert to play as a starting three. So when Okoro comes in and he plays the three, he's going to be exactly that guy, you know, or the two or whatever. And those two positions within the Cavs offense are kind of going to be interchangeable. And when you've got such good off-ball shooters like Garland and Mitchell and let's hope, knock on wood, uh, LeVert, and you know eventually Rubio, then you've you've got that guy, that other perimeter guy on the floor that can also be a playmaker. Your offense is going to be that more de- that much more deadly, and you know how good of a defender he already is. So I'm exactly. I'm super psyched to see what he can do, and he's the best cutter on the team, and he's finishing through contact. You know, so I'm excited. Looks better too. I mean, oh, the jumper, jumper looks really good. Looks better. Yeah, I mean, he still has some misfires, but at 21 years old, the more he practices that, the better he's going to be. Like, if he keeps up this rate of practice, same kind of practice techniques, he's going to get that bad form out of his system, you know, in a year or so. And it's just nowhere to go but up from there. It's exciting. So, I mean, he's it a is. real, I mean, like, it feels like it's really set up like he's the X factor. He can take this team another level if he pops, don't you think? I mean, like, oh, I think I all these guys, if... I think they can have. So let's count the Cavs rotation. We got the starters, then we got Okoro, then we've got Love. That's a seven man rotation that is really good, you know, and I think that um, J.B. Bickerstaff talked about wanting to have four of those guys on the floor at all time. So then you've got an eighth guy and, you know, Dean Wade and Chetty Osman, uh, maybe Rolo. 
So you, you've expanded that out to a 10-man rotation. But those core seven guys, like I absolutely think the plan is for Okoro to be in that core, and then that core probably expands to eight when Rubio is back and healthy. So that's a that's going to be a really good team. You know, when you don't have any drop-off when you go to the bench, that's when you get really, really good NBA teams. It's kind of what happened with, uh, now that the game's over, kind of what happened with Boston tonight. Boston yeah. team, I'm, I'm, well, you know, that was the difference in the game, I thought. I think Boston is deep, and I don't think um, Philly's deep enough in the front court to punish them. Also, Harden looks old. You know, uh, Harden wasn't – I didn't think it was great. I didn't see the final line, but, you know, he, just – he, st- was, he was awesome, actually. He was, 30, was he? Okay. 35-8-8, eight eight. yeah. Well, <laughs> never mind. I don't know what he the was, hell I'm talking about. The guy who took a, a – the guy who the two guys that stand out in the in the plus minus category at least are Embiid at minus thirteen in thirty seven minutes and uh, DeAnthony Melton uh, minus thirteen in twenty one minutes. So okay. it was their bench. It was their main bench guy, and Embiid really struggled in it. Um, well, I I thought on the flip side, Brogdon was uh, excellent. So nice. That was a great pickup. Yeah, it was a great pickup if he can stay healthy. <laughs> Yeah, I thought twenty four minutes. I thought uh, that the yeah Brogdon absolutely huge pickup for them if he can stay healthy. Obviously, Derek White as well. I thought uh, they would struggle with White look good. Yeah, I thought they would struggle inside against uh, Embiid, and when it was kind of a half court junk it up, foul it up game, that's when Philly looked good. But uh, when Boston got out in the open court. Yeah, Noah Vonley, who I've always, always liked, but never could he really catch well. on any he well. He absolutely, he looks like a rotation player for the, the Celtics this year. And Hey, you got to give this, President Stevens credit on that one. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, like, those were, I mean, it's it's funny. Like, both of the main pickups they got paid off, like, in spades. Like, they were the two best bench players, clearly, tonight, you know. Um, and who, Brogdon and Vonley? They Yep, Brogdon and Vonley. Yep. And then add Derek White. Yeah, add Derek White. And then you got uh, Rob Williams was out. So they didn't even have one of their best, most important players. Oh, yeah, he's out at court tonight. He may not be out until next calendar year. He's He may not be back till after the All-Star break. Oh, RW, yeah. RW3. Oh, wow. I didn't so, realize it was that long. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's, wow. that's part of the reason that these guys are so huge. Um, no, because he had knee surgery like two weeks, like basically right when preseason started. So was it the same knee? Uh, yeah, yeah, same knee. Didn't oh, heal right. No. Yeah, I um, thought we talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, we we did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I must, I must have. Yeah. Uh, hey, you you did the time warp again. Season though, like or no, until after the All Star wow. break is the guess. So. I mean that's well. They don't want to. They don't want to. Games. Yeah, but they don't want to get it wrong either. I think is the other side of it. Like they want him to be able to come back. Oh, and they get better ready for the Yeah, I know he was huge. The the law. I mean, like they the the series was over as soon. They had a fighting chance when he, as soon as he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm watching. Sorry, the, I'm a big Rob. Will- no, I think he was their oh, best player yeah. last year. I think he was totally underrated. Yeah, I'm watching. I know you were a big fan too. Yeah, I'm watching the wait, Dubs wait, get does, their rings. Does Jordan Poole have a, a black eye right now? Does he? Does uh, he? Did he show? Is he wearing? 
Is he wearing makeup? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm, yeah, is he wearing makeup to cover the black eye? I don't. I loathe this, this team. Reporting to to the and and Draymond with uh, freaking non apology. Uh, for any other industry in America, he'd have been fired already. <laughs> and he gets to keep his job and make a documentary about punching a teammate in the face. So I loathe this team and want wish nothing but terrible things for them. <laughs> anyway, I want them to lose in the finals to the Cavs. Anyway. That would be beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Any other big Cavs news? I think... We talked about the starting well, small forward no, position. What I was going to say about the Mobley article was, uh, you know, I think the thing that stood out to me was uh, that Mobley kind of needs that, apparently. Like, I think he needs that challenge. He needs that goal. He needs those expectations to actually flourish. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think he's... And I get that, too. That way. Yeah, yeah. I think, because, I mean... Honestly, that's that's how he strikes me in his personality is like what's um, he he gives the impression that he kind of doesn't care, you know, like it, or that he could be completely unbothered by anything that happens. But like everybody talks about how much of a competitor he is. So he just I, I don't know. He just probably just doesn't wear his emotions on his or just the fire burns bright, you know, deep inside of him. You know, I think that maybe he needs these expectations put upon him in order to, like, elevate his game. To so rise that, to the that occasion. That was kind of the impression. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of the impression. Because, I mean, remember, if you remember, like, in the, in the at least in the play-in game, you know, I felt like he was one of those guys. I think he was utilized. And, um, I felt like he had more to give in that situation. And kind of, you know, because they were young, he didn't know how to demand the ball. Uh, Garland was struggling trying to get it to him and, and get it to him in his spots and stuff. And, you know, what I loved about that, Arley, um, the best part of it was him talking about how he self-scouted. He saw the tape last year of himself and talked about how timid he was on offense. And oh, for sure. And that led shots. to a lot of his turnovers, too. Yeah, and, and a lack of confidence. Yeah, it, it led to a losses, you know. So um, he, I loved, you know, his reaction to watching his own film was shaking his head. He's like, I'm not going to let that happen again. You know what I mean? So I, I ain't that, going, you know, I ain't like going down like that. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I see a lot exactly. of Tim Duncan's demeanor in in him. Mm -hmm. He reminds me a lot yeah. of Tim Duncan, who is very similar style player, True. like. Not very expressive right. on the court until yep. like he was. So, right, right. No, I mean, they, and he even talk. I like the. I love the part about his brother coming in. You know, what's interesting is that they. It's almost as though they got they uh, for Mo for Evan to like bring him out of his shell. You know, what I mean. Oh, like, I I hundred percent think they did. You know, like there's this huge intangible benefit that they're getting from drafting and keeping Isaiah Mobley on the on the roster, and it's benefiting. It's for the purpose of Evan's game, you know, and and to get him because that's what they were, were talking about. Is Evan Mobley's communication on the defensive end is vastly so. Well, hey, it worked. It worked for Giannis in, in Milwaukee having his brothers on the team. So absolutely, they got a ring, right? Absolutely. They got a ring. So. There you go. 
So yeah, um, I can gush all night about Evan Mobley. I'll shut up now. <laughs> no, I you know point counterpoint there. So I'll uh, yeah I'll defer to your wisdom and 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 hubris. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and with that, we'll be right back. Nice. Welcome back to Cavs the podcast. I'm Nate Smith. I'm here with uh, Chris Francis and Chris. What did you just crack open? I cracked open actually. <laughs> it was funny because it sounded like a beer, but it was actually a Coca Cola. Oh, as wow. a chaser for my uh, it's bottled. You know, I, I drink the bottled Coke. You know, oh the the, the teeth the rotten Coca-Cola. stuff. Right, exactly. Mexican Coke. So it's it, yes, so not that kind of Mexican my... Coke, the legal kind. <laughs> Who knows what they put in it, actually. Well, that's know. true. I mean, that's where Coca-Cola came from. So. <laughs> there you go. And it's with my tequila, of course. Okay. You know, there the, you the go. trusty old Trace Jenny Art. <laughs> they owe I just asked you to hear you say the name. Like, I just really enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll get it right one of these days. Trace Generaciones. That, no, you were, you did it great. Anyway, uh, we're going to do, so I I have to say we were a little remiss this offseason in uh, kind of uh, previewing around the NBA. Uh, Had had a lot of labor issues uh, this offseason that we had to get resolved on Old Cavs, the uh, blog, Uh, mainly uh, from yours truly. (laughs) So a lot of upheaval (laughs) in a lot of people's personal lives this summer. on the old Cavs, the the, the blog right, and podcast yeah. staff. So People good to have our moves. old friend, yeah. the uh, the Cavaliers, back to to write the ship for us socially. Anyway, right. uh, so to kind of kick off the season and give us a little preview of teams that aren't the Cavs, uh, we've got our annual over unders uh, episode. So That's right. uh, normally we have a three person panel, but uh, we weren't able to get Eli. Uh, Eli had too many friends over. So uh, David Wood That's was true. kind enough he's, to he's give us fun. Yeah. Uh, David Wood was kind enough to give us his over under picks. So we're going to let David walk us through the over unders here and, and, uh, and yeah, let's kick it off. So uh, what, Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna take David's order. We're gonna just gonna go totally random. Okay. And okay. Yeah, just it is random. Keep so, keep it freaky. Okay. okay. There we go. So uh, we have the Boston Celtics, I believe, first at I want to say fifty three and a half games. Fifty three and a half. Wow. So yeah. I'm going to just based on the Robert Williams injury and not tonight's game, and that line's probably up to 54 now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now that they beat I know, Philly, I know, right? <laughs> but I'm going to take the under. I just think long term they're going to have some health issues. I think they're going to have some depth issues. Um, you know, when the injury bug starts to bite, it it's going to hurt. Um, they're they're still a really good team. They play good defense, uh, but there's some weird chemistry on that team, and at some point it's going to rear its ugly head. So, I I think that swoon will take them below that number. I don't know if it'll be much below that number. Plus, the East is stacked. So, yeah, taking the under. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, I think fifty. I think fifty got the first seed here. It was like uh, incredible somewhere. Level. Yeah, it was less than fifty three. So. 
Yeah. It was like so, 51 or 2, so. Yeah. I'm, I mean, now I just say that. No. I'm actually, go with your gut. I'm going to go over. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to go Don't over. be, yeah, don't apologize. Yeah, don't apologize for being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, I'm going over. Jason Tatum looks like an MVP candidate. They just they just waxed the floor with a team the Cavs struggled with last year in Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, they seem like they're on a mission. So, and and Jalen Brown looked really good, and Jalen Brown looking oh. to get paid. You know, never yes, underestimate oh, the yeah, power of a contract year. Contract year, Jalen? Huh? Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, give me give me the over. I'm I'm. I, it's more about I'm banking. The East is kind of getting overhyped. I'm that's what I'm banking on. We'll talk more about it, I guess, with the others. But I'm that's what I'm okay. banking on. Maybe. Okay. Well, so who David have? Who David had the under on the Boston okay. Celtics. So two. Out so of three we got ain't bad. we got two for the under, one for the over. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the Milwaukee Bucks at fifty-two point five. Fifty-two point five. And Boston's new color scheme, uh, with that dark uh, green and a little bit of gold, they they pretty much stole Milwaukee's color scheme. So I feel like Milwaukee's going to be a little ticked about that. I also think this is kind of be kind of a comeback year because they weren't in the finals last year. A little healthier. I like their their offseason additions. I think they're a little bit deeper. Um, so I'm going to take the Who over on get? that number. Uh, well, why? You didn't ask me to say that. While well, I'm looking that up, uh, <laughs> who did David well, take? I, mean, I need to know how good these additions were. You know, I mean, <laughs> who did like, David take? Who David took the over? David took the over as well. Or, okay. Did you take the over? I took the over. Yeah, fifty-two and a half. Fifty-two wow. and a half. Yeah, I took gonna, the over. I'm gonna take the under. Okay. Well, I'm gonna get in, I, get into I the heard, moves here shortly. Yeah. Isn't uh, Chris Middleton injured? Um, he is. Uh, they so drafted. He had surgery. Yes, I believe. Uh, but they got AJ Green from uh, Iowa. Who cares? Um, Serge Ibaka, <laughs> who I think is going to have a little bit of a, okay. a comeback well, year. He's probably washed though. They got Jordan Nwora. Yeah, he's trying to have a comeback year. Yeah, Jordan Nwora yeah, resigned. West Matthews. He's young. He's young. Uh, Javon Carter. Uh, another two-year deal. Javon Carter was good signing. Yeah, Joe Ingles. Yeah, he, he kind of blossomed with Joe Ingles, who oh, obviously a second-half play. Play, uh, Marjan yeah, Beauchamp. Right, right. He stood up in me. Who is just right, the perfect right. guy for them? Resigned Pat Connaughton, um, and resigned Bobby Portis. You know, old Frodo eyes to uh, yeah <laughs> to another yeah. contract. So that was a good signing. I, I, I just think they think, stayed pat, though. I think. Oh, I think so too. But I think, uh, I just think not being in the finals last season in a real off season is going to be a lot of help for no, their. No, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just. Uh, I think Middleton's too important to what they do, and if he's out for any extended period, like I think he's out for a month or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's like now I gotta look. Action. Now I gotta look. Hot googling action. What yeah. What's going on with Chris? He's expecting to miss the first few weeks of this. Okay. Honestly, so, I think in the yeah, long term that might help them. 
might help them develop some other guys I mean, to give fresh. them some other. Well, and yeah, no, yeah, give them some other scoring options. So let some other yeah. guys get some confidence. Yeah. So uh, but, anyway, but next like up, that could, that could hurt their. Yeah, they could hurt their uh, over under. So I'll go under. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna Phoenix I'm gonna take Suns. the over. Okay, Phoenix Suns. What's the number? Fifty two point five. Oh, I'm. Oh God, that is a really good number because. The West, I feel like, is not that deep, and they I feel got like a lot an of obvious answer here. I'm surprised that you. I'm surprised. Uh, you I'm going to take the under. <laughs> you're still, you're still, you're still a Suns believer. Do you, do you... No, I took the under. Oh, oh, okay. I think the but Suns are going to fall though. apart. I think yeah, the Suns get fall I apart totally and they agree. blow up the Suns. So that's I. I couldn't agree with you more. Under baby, all, all three of us are on the under. Well, which makes so me think we're probably one. wrong. That was an easy one. <laughs> yeah, I know. but um, just too much bad <laughs> karma with that easy. team between Aiton yeah. and the owner, and not extending uh, Cam Johnson, and a lot of weird stuff going on there. Jay Crowder wanting out. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of weirdness, a lot of chemistry issues. Yep. Next up, bad vibes. Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers at 52.5 as well. 52.5 as well. I'm going to take the over. They might be my pick to come out of the West. I think they're going to be really good. I I sadly agree. Yeah. Sadly agree. They're deep. just kind of. Yep. Yeah. And they added some guys. They have something to prove. Yeah. Didn't they they add some guys? to prove too. John Wall. Yeah. They added John Wall. Uh, and we don't know anything about them, but I mean, they are super deep. Uh, you yeah. know, they got Norman Powell coming off the bench. They got uh, uh, Robert Covington, you know, defensive mm-hmm. stopper. Robert Covington. Yep. Extraordinaire off the bench. Like, they're they did so lose deep. Hard Rock Hartenstein. So, that, therefore, that, that alone might make me want to take the under just, just to defend. Yeah. But remember, you heard it here first. Steve Ballmer has that Nicaraguan hit squad on standby if they're not in the NBA Finals. So, anyway. Uh, what, da- what did David have? Um, David had the over. So, that's two yeah. overs. I'm going to go, I mean, I'm going to go three. Cause three for that's three. What's that's what's up. There you go. Okay, next up. Next up, Philadelphia 76ers at 50.5. Uh, that's a tough number. I'm going to take the over just because that number is so it's a little lower than you'd think. And they're deep and they get a lot of fouls mm-hmm. and it's they do. it's hard to play against them. So, yeah, I'm going to take the yeah, over. They're, they're talented. There. They're talented. It's yeah. Like, God, it's so tough because the, I, the obvious problem with with them and I don't I'm not sure if they solved it they probably have you know I'm probably just overreacting but that bench was woof um tonight yikes yeah what wait you're telling me that Doc Rivers doesn't know how to develop a rotation (laughs) and and play it consistently and uh, you know the thing that's been his problem for 25 years Doc is the reason why they flail in the playoffs I feel like he's supposed to get so okay, screw it. I'm with you guys. Oh, it's the over just because that number's too low. Yeah, that's yeah. my take. That plus, I yeah. think Maxi no, is is really good. 
I think he's making the wave. Yeah, I think he's made a leap. Yeah, so, I think. Or, or I think Maxi high level play. I think Maxi becomes the reason that Harden doesn't get in his big deal, his big re-up. So, and Anthony Davis has a lot of hair now. Oh my gosh, they're finally starting this game. I know at ten four. How crazy is it that Lonnie Walker went from just being some one of the many anonymous wings on the Spurs to now starting for the Lakers? Isn't that that's wild? That's an obvious. That's a come up. You know, now it's yeah. a shot, right? Yeah. So. There you go. That's what it's all about. Opportunity. Opportunity is knocking. Yeah. Okay. Who's next? That's right. Let's get one in before who's the next, next break. We got. Okay. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. We got Brooklyn Nets at fifty point five. Oh God, that is a brutal number. That it's basically you're betting on Kyrie Irving's health, and <laughs> Kevin uh, Durant not just being a total pouty whiny baby. Clearly, I'm taking the under here. Oh, I agree, 100%. <laughs> taking the under, like, fading them all day. Yeah, like, just, the shoe is going to drop David, eventually. Though, our friend David took the over. Well, there you and go. He skated. He, that's why he didn't want to come on. It's because of his Brooklyn <laughs> pick. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn, take me in. Okay, with that, we'll be right back. You got you get that shot in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not too big, though. It's like a half a shot. <laughs> Welcome back to Cavs the Podcast. I'm Nate Smith here with uh uh okay, say it again for me. <laughs> Chris. No, 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 the the tequila. Oh I don't even know what I was thinking. Trace Generaciones. Yeah, that's my new name for you. Chris Generaciones. <laughs> anyway. Yes, Generaciones. Um, yeah, we're back on Cavs the Podcast, going through over unders, watching uh the Lakers and the um warriors and so what uh what is next on the over under list here we got next up denver nuggets 49.5 oh man i'm gonna take the over um i'm kind of going with uh with my boy uh ben worth and i don't know if you read his column on monday or sunday i guess sunday or monday i can't remember anyway uh, Benworth had Joker as the MVP, and uh, I think he's the best player in the NBA right now. And I think they got Jamal Murray back. I think they added some nice depth um, uh, in the draft last year. That's going to kind of be ready Michael to Porter play. Michael Porter Jr. is back too. Michael matter. Porter Jr. is back. Um, for how long remains to be seen. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over on that number for sure. I'm over Joker mania. I'm taking the under. You're taking the under. You think you think uh, Batman gets his comeuppance, huh? That's I think or gives him so. his comeuppance. I think, I think I think that Joker's defense, the story. Now, Interesting. He's really gonna have to step it up. Well, that that uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of shape he's in, so we'll, we'll kind of mm. see. Um, mm. I, I haven't followed Denver at all in the off season, so. Uh, these are total guesses. Where's David at? <laughs> David is at the over. Okay. So he's over. So Who we got next? Next up is the Minnesota Timberwolves at 49.5. Ooh, that's a good number. And uh, I'm going to take the over because I think over? the T-Wolves the are going to be really good. Um, and mm-hmm. yes, as Ben said, Cat is expendable and overrated. But I think Ant 
has like MVP capability. Uh, he added another twenty pounds. He came. He is two forty, two hundred forty pounds of pure serious? muscle. Yeah, he's two hundred forty pounds Dang. of pure muscle. Imagine he's like he's a like... faster, better handling Charles Barkley. <laughs> like he's Charles Barkley if he played guard and was in an extremely good shape. Uh, and that's Ooh. gonna be terrifying. Uh, so I'm I'm taking the over because I think Ant turns in a borderline MVP candidacy. They've got the reigning, you know, should be defensive player of the year uh, for the last three seasons. Um, they have a super deep team, a good coach. I think uh, I think they're going to be one of the top four teams in the West. Just a guess. So going from there, I'm going to take the under. I'm not okay. a go bear believer anymore. A go believer. I am a uh, I am a ant believer, but I'm also not a cat believer. Okay, so... what about a D'Angelo Russell believer? <laughs> what about a daydream believer? I, I think that I think that's what they call in the business the clincher. <laughs> the clincher. The, well, are yes. you a believer? A Justin believer? Anyway. Um, okay, who David had? No comment. No comment. <laughs> oh, uh, David had the under. Okay, well, a little so disagreement there. You're on Optimist Island with Minnesota, so that's your team, I, huh? I okay. think they're just going to be loaded and deep and hungry. So This, this is this is your love affair with Gobert. I feel like that's what that's Honestly, about. it's my love affair with Ian. It's probably also because I follow on Twitter Patrick Fenelon, who's like, you know, Wolves blogger and podcaster extraordinaire, mm. and... Um, I get a lot of stuff from them, but I also just have really liked their drafts in the last few years, and I think Ant is just ready to break out. Yeah. Okay, who's next? He's, a, he's the moment. Okay, we got Memphis Grizzlies, 48.5. Man, that's a tough one because didn't they have over that number last year in wins? I believe so. Uh, they were the two seed, right? We, we I think we had this conversation. Station last five. They they were the two seed, right in the West. Right, like I don't understand how that number's so low. I guess they I lo- guess didn't they lose it's somebody? Really the Clippers in yeah in Minnesota. Well, but, and oh, and they, yeah, no, the they Dubs. did lose. They lost DeAnthony Melton. They lost. Yeah. Um, they they basically what they did was they turned their roster the bottom end the, the margins on the roster of rookies. Yeah. So they, if anything, they basically just stand stood pat. Yeah, but you got to think John Morant's a year older. You've got mm-hmm. uh, oh, who's their other really good player? Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, Triple J. Um, is is another year older? That's contract amazing. year, Brandon Clark. Um, <laughs> he already got his contract. He oh, did he? Did he get a new contract? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, good for him. On a, One on of a the very team friendly contract. Yeah, there was a lot of those yesterday, which I found weird, but whatever. Um, okay. Well, it, but it was, they were taking advantage of guys who haven't learned how to create for them. That's really yeah. what I thought that he boiled down. So, uh, less than the creators. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, what did, who'd David take? Uh, he took the over. Um, and I'm who are taking you taking? The under. I'm taking and the I'm going to, I'm going to take the over. Just because I think cause I I believe in my boy Jacob L. Rosen of uh, mm. of formerly of Cavs Twitter who runs their analytics now. So 
I'm nice. I'm gonna I'm I'm standing standing that guy and uh yeah, we're going from there. Um I'm, I'm hating because they took my boy Jake Laradia. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, who we got next? Dallas Mavericks at forty eight point five. Oh, that's a tough one. Um That is a tough one. I'm gonna take the under but I don't think it's going to be much under than that. And I also think they're going to be really good come playoff time because I think they're going to make a trade. Uh, they somebody, have they have to. They got to get another player. Yep. I agree. But I also think they have a legit MVP candidate. Um, this could be Luca's year. Hopefully he got better on defense because if not, there'll be a quick out in the playoffs again. Um, well, yeah. they did make it to the conference finals. Oh, I'm not again, but sorry. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Smelling myself a bit much here. So who'd David have? <laughs> David had, has the under at 48.5. Okay. I'm, I'm going to okay, go over you for, yeah. I'm going to go the over cause you just kind of, cause Luca is Luca. Luca. Yeah, yeah. Because Luca is Luca. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what's up. So yeah, and uh, I think I almost want to take a push there because I think that number is really on it's the a nose. Tough one. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I'm gonna bank on Luca, even though they lost Jalen Brunson. Does look good with the Knicks, but yeah, uh, but they got uh, so Frenchy Long Arms. Frenchy Long Arms is gonna be play, taking his he's spot. Break so. out! Oh, I love. Well, him. you that's never know. Oh my! You God. never know. Knicks fans would be so furious. <laughs> Hey, you never know. Phil, well, Phil he's Jackson gonna play vindicated. good defense. Wow, that would that would that would be that would rule. I, I that would not that be a vindication. I really love that agenda, Nate. That you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> the Frankie I mean, agenda. It, it feels like um, Dallas is really good at taking these guys that kind of haven't had a lot of luck on other teams and kind of turning them into useful players. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith being one, although. I don't know. He may have always been a Jazz, but he's certainly a late bloomer. Um, not a Jazz, a Maverick. Uh, certainly a late bloomer. Um, who's the guy that plays center for them? Was on the Cavs for a hot minute. Oh, um, JaVale McGee, right? Uh, Wait, no, not JaVale, JaVale McGee? McGee. I think, no, Phoenix still has JaVale McGee, I thought, or I don't know. Uh, I'm the worst. Oh, you're talking about Moses. No, no, no. I'm talking. They do have JaVale McGee. I am talking about. Oh my god, this is the worst content ever. <laughs> oh god, it's gonna they, and they and then when the name, <laughs> then when I, you actually hear it, you're gonna be like, seriously, this is what you held up the podcast for. Um, <laughs> Dwight Powell, like it was so not worth oh, the wait, was it? Wow. Wow, but you've also right. got wow. Spencer Dinwiddie's going to kind of give them a lot of what Jalen Brunson did last year. Um, you've got uh, Dinwiddie had some sneaky good numbers. Yeah, you got Tyler Dorsey, who I always thought was a bit buried out in Denver, um, and then you got you know Maxi Kleber. You know it's oh, and then you got Christian Wood actually, who I think was a really good pickup for them, um, and. I'm. I think he they're hoping score. he can be their second scorer uh, after Luca. Oh, and absolutely. Certainly, 
you know, between him and Dinwiddie and Doncic, they got a lot going on. I mean, I'm almost talking myself into the over here, but, yeah. um, so you know, with it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the pod where Nate wastes five minutes talking about Dwight Powell. Okay. On to the next team. <laughs> <laughs> Miami heat 48.5. Which, uh, you know? I, I'm going to take the under just because feel like there's a lot of kind of bad undertones here. I think they gave Tyler Harrow the money and uh, now he's going to screw around for a while. Like I feel he's going to do a mini sign and retire. Like he's just going to pull up in like a half a million dollar Maybach, like a different one every day of the week. He's going to buy a different ridiculous car for every day of the week and just kind of be up his own ass a little for the most of the season. And then, you got uh, you got Lauer getting old. Um, you got you know Isaac Okoro, not Isaac Okoro. Uh, ah, who's the guy that used to play for Indy? Still there? Indy, yeah. Oh, Oladipo, uh, right? Oladipo, yeah. I just feel like maybe. Yeah, I just feel like they're gonna struggle on offense, and they got too many guys who aren't quite bought in. So. Well, or I don't know old. about the reasonings, but I agree with you. I'm taking the under all day. Yeah. I think it's the okay. old, it's the old card that I want. It's to play. the old, and then that uh, that contract they have for uh, uh, that wing that can't shoot uh, is yeah, really... Duncan Robinson. Duncan they, Robinson, yeah, they're wasting Duncan Robinson's contract, not being able to dump him. Yeah, so I I think they they've got some issues. So we'll see what happens. Overrated. What do you say? Rated Adebayo. I, I said Adebayo. Adebayo. I think Adebayo is really yeah. good, but I also, I also think they don't have a lot Jared of Jared Allen's better front court depth. I also think that's true. So there you go. Anywho, uh, who David have? Go Cavs. Uh, he has the over. Okay. On Miami. Okay. And now, well, that we makes me feel good because David Cavs. doesn't know ball. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's trying uh, to defend himself. That's all. Awesome. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Cleveland What's the Cavaliers, number? Yes, forty-seven point five. What you got, brother? I'm taking the over. I just think this Cleveland Cavalier team. The vibes are right. We, we, They're we, stacked. This is optimist season. Yeah, it's optimist season. Yeah, Donovan, Donovan, the Cavs are undefeated yeah, right Mitchell. now. That's right. Go Cavs. So, That's what I'm. Yeah. Yep. He's got the over too. That's three. Okay. For three. Three for three. Yeah, we better take the over. This isn't called Yeah, I love it. Cavs suck the podcast. It's called Cavs the Podcast. Right. Anyway, okay, That's next right. team. Atlanta Hawks, forty five point five. That's actually a really good number for them. I almost want to take a, a push there. <laughs> but I'm going yeah, to like take that. the over and but I don't think it's gonna be much over that. I think you're going to struggle to start the year much like last year, kind of figure it out, make a trade that makes some sense for them, and kind of go from there. Um, I agree. Oh, I mean, I don't know, but I agree. I'll take the over as well. I just think it was a net positive to get. It was a net positive to get Deontay Murray. Murray. I just yeah. don't think he's going to move the needle as much as they might. Well, I think. He will move the needle when Trey Young is on the bench. I think that's where the big improvements go. There you come. go. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely be able to take all the non-trade minutes and have 
they'll, they'll be able to tread water offensively. Yeah, and I think that's where that that team's going to be a little tougher because I feel like they're a little bit deeper. Um, but they're they're a weird team with a lot of issues, and yeah, I really it feels I, like it should because it feels like the answer should be over. But I'm uh, I mean, you know but, what I mean? Like, but it there's like it should be yeah. a no doubt over. Yeah, but for it's, sure. it's just a barely. Yeah, because exactly. I agree with you. I'm going with you. It's it's just a barely over. Yeah. David took the under. Interesting. Okay. And uh, with that, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Cavs Podcast. I'm Nate Smith here with Chris Francis and uh, the ghost of David Wood. No, not the ghost of David Wood. Just David Wood's under over under list. There's nothing wrong with David Wood. He's he's 100% healthy and thriving. He's thriving. And and a big of a goofball as he's ever been. So anyway, (laughs) much love to you, David. Um, Where are we at? With this over-under madness. Uh, we are at the Los Angeles Lakers. He crossed it out, but at 45 <laughs> and a half. I don't know if they got they took him off the board or what, what, what his... Or maybe was, he's but... taking the push. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Where do you he have right thing on there, so... But, but, but you first. I uh, mean, I'm taking the under. How, how can you have any confidence in this? The only reason I, mean, I would have Russell any confidence... Will, Russell Wills... Oh, go ahead. No, I mean Russell Westbrook's still on the team. You almost you know, said Russell uh, Wilson, uh, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like the meme? Isn't that the meme? Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's he's still on the team. Um, you can't trust Anthony Davis. LeBron cannot play defense anymore in the NBA in the regular season because of the schedule, and so I just and then they lost. Their third best player from last season, uh, Malik Monk. So I, I just don't know. I mean, like it's just it'd be a Herculean effort by LeBron, I guess. But I mean, he's forty, isn't he? Forty? He got to be forty. Close no, I think he's thirty-nine. No, I don't think he's that old. Let me go look. Now I got to look. Hot googling action. So the Hot one googling. thing I'll go. say Which is, you, uh, you're going to surprise me, aren't you? Is if Anthony Davis is healthy. He's looked incredible in preseason. He's a much better team. He has looked un. He's he looked, looked like what? an MVP. He has looked like an MVP in preseason. Like really? the the scoring numbers really? he's putting up are ridiculous. Like his per thirty six numbers are just through the roof. Like his his per thirty six numbers back, he would have he would have had the scoring title last year, just based on preseason. So wow, and wow. he just he made a first big steal. AD yeah, but, agenda. But the other thing is, how long does it take for him to get hurt? You know, that's every year with right. them. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Hold on one second. Now I got to look and see how old LeBron is. Well, I will say that um, David took the under, as far as I know. So, uh, well, he took the under know, and then crossed I, it out. So I'll, I won't yeah, hold him to that. But but, I didn't th- no, I'm just going to roll with it and say you're the crypto Lakers fan in CTV. Like, <laughs> but I so I'm gonna take the over just because he's LeBron's LeBron and uh, Anthony that. Davis looks really good. Um, I love it. And if they can figure yeah, it out, nice. plus I do think they're gonna move Westbrook for some guys. Um, the question is when. So sooner than later, Jesus. You know? And they have Schroeder who didn't 
play. I heard a funny quote in the offseason about Schroeder is like, um, he's a decent player on the floor, but none of his teammates can ever stand him because he's so full of himself. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny and kind of explains how he fumbled the bag so badly. Anyway, um, next up, who is next up? We got Toronto Raptors at 45.5. Ugh. I I don't want to take the over, uh, but I kind of feel like I have to, just because Nick Nurse is so to. good and they're so deep. You don't have to. Ah, I don't know. I hate Nick Toronto. Nurse, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. I think he's one of the top three coaches in the NBA right now. Plus, he's he plays guitar. Like I have to root for that. <laughs> anyway, who who you got? Who's David have? Uh, David has the over. So wait, did you take the over too? Uh, well, I'm I'm considering. I'm gonna hear what you say. I didn't come. Me commit? I don't commit. Screw yeah. (laughs) I'm taking the under. Screw them. Screw them and in their gas offense. You're taking the offense of the under. And also the Scotty Barnes. I'm bitter. I'm bitter for for Evan. You you think you think Scotty Barnes gonna be smelling himself a little this year? Absolutely, a hundred percent. And sophomore slump, Scotty Barnes. Let's go. Let's go. Did you did you just see that steal by AD? Steal the ball half court, uh, dribble around two guys, get a layup and one. Like that's what I'm talking about. Of course, of course, he's guarding Wiseman, so I'm sure that's not a tough matchup for him. So, anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under two, uh, just because I feel like Love the it. other thing I feel like is NBA journalists. Like, just love to go to the mat for the Raptors just because their fans are so obnoxious. They don't want to piss them off. And now I kind of feel like, okay, they're Jeff a little overrated. Gundy did that on the pod, like on a podcast a second ago. I forget which one it was. What, just one, yeah, hyped him a little much? Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, just sucking off Toronto. <laughs> like, there was no tomorrow. Uh,. You hear it here first, folks. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, who we got Should next? Stay for the yeah. Stay for the stay for the Van Gundy Van Gundy slander. Uh, okay, the, the Van Slander. Yeah, the Van Slander. There we go. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans, forty-four point five. Oof, another tough number. Um, yeah, who? What do you got? I'm going over. I'm going. Yeah, over. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree CJ, with you. Like CJ. Yeah. Zion what did they finish last year? Playing. They finished under 500. They beat um they beat the Clippers in the play in. Yeah, that's right. They had and a nice then, run post. They had a they had a real nice run once once they acquired McCollum. Right. And now they're adding Zion. Well, they're adding Zion plus they had another good draft. Uh plus um Brandon Ingram big ball was too. Yeah, and Brandon Ingram was kind of hurt towards the end of last year, and he's healthy again. So, Jackson yeah, Hayes I'm, leap. I'm kind of with you. Yeah, the Jackson Hayes leap. Yeah, go. I like it. I'm taking the over too. Okay, well, that's three for three. David's got the over too. Okay, where are we at next? I feel like we're taking a lot of overs. Uh, what's the line? I don't care what it is. I'm taking the under. <laughs> Chicago. The Bulls, 41.5, under. Yeah, I'm taking okay. the under. Taking the under? Yeah, I'm taking the under, too. It's, I think the vibes stink. I, I think the vibes stink. 
Um, you know, Ball is hurt. I don't think he's going to play yep. a game this season. Yeah, I If agree. they're smart, they'll try and get his knee if right. smart, yep, you're right. They should tank. They should honestly tank. Yeah, they should. Plus, they locked up Levine for long term, so they don't have to worry about keeping him in the fold. DeMar DeRozan, you know, is DeMar DeRozan. He's going to fade. Yeah, they should tank. They should trade some guys. Javante Green should be a cab at midseason. Um, (laughs) Here we go. I love it. I love it. You know, that's a team that should absolutely tank. So I'm going to take the under on them. Yeah. Who's David have? Oh, he's taking the under as well. Yeah, a little bit of group out. think going on here. Yep, there we go. Yep, we even finally hit an under. Okay, Portland Trailblazers, 39.5. I'm going to also take the under. I just – something's going to – I think that team's going to fall apart. And I yeah. I think that um, uh, Baby Dame Doll is going to end up somewhere – Else. Else. Ooh. Uh, by, here first, folks. The Dame Dollar trade is on. I think, you know where I think is an interesting destination for him? Ooh, where? Um, I would say New Jersey, but they don't have any picks, do they? Or do they have picks? Yeah, you mean Brooklyn? Brooklyn, yeah. Sorry. Uh, they, not as far as I know. Um, yeah, Tom, Tom is, uh, <laughs> it's hit me up in the background. Um, yeah, uh, I I think that would be an interesting destination. I think um, New York is another interesting destination. They got a lot of picks and young players. Um, I I think uh, yeah, I think uh, they go into crash mode. He's gonna end up in Dallas, isn't? He? Oh yeah, that's another option too, for sure. Uh, I I don't think he's a good fit for Dallas though because I don't feel like he fits their window. But um, who knows? That Agreed. is that isn't the worst pick for them. Yeah, the, and then he took the under. So did all of us, all three of us take the under on Portland? Um, yeah, I think 5? we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did. Okay, and, and Ooh, I think they're another one of those teams as they kind of get uh, so in they trouble. Realize they don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when they get in trouble, they're, uh, they're going to go in tech mode. Okay. So New York Knicks. So are you hearing that beeping in the background? Did you hear that? Oh, okay. Good. Uh, I just got Tom hit me up on chat. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pause this podcast for just a minute. Yeah. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Hold on one second. No problem. It's actually right at that time. So it worked. Welcome back to Cavs Podcast. I'm Nate Smith. I'm here with Chris Francis, and we are watching Russell Westbrook bowl his way into a bunch of different Warriors and laughing at the ridiculousness of all of it. So anyway, um, you know, coming back, uh, who do we have next on the old over-under list here, Chris? We got the New York Knicks at 38.5. Oof. Um... I think I'm going to take a touch on the over. Um, and and the reason I say that is I feel like Tibbs is going to coach these guys into the ground. He's going to run them into the ground. They're going to lose in the first round of the – they're going to lose in the play-in. Um, and Jalen Brunson kind of lifts their ceiling a little bit. They have some uh, 
that, uh, you know, I, I just feel like last year was kind of a down year for them and kind of New York won't let them be that bad again, if that makes sense. I don't know. It's just a gut, really. What about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I actually agree. Um, gut feeling, I just feel like Brunson was a net positive. Um, I feel like uh, they'll get some growth from the back end, you know, maybe Tibbs will change his ways playing some younger guys, some younger legs. Um, I feel like there's itty-bitty progressions that could be made with Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett, like I said, a bench crew, Emmanuel Quickly, you know, they're all young guys. Julius Randle can't be as bad as he was last year. I know, right? Yeah, that's... Plus, he almost really feels like an every-other-year guy, right? Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's really, that's that's a great point, you know, honestly, is that he could not have possibly played worse last year. So, I mean, if he just regresses to the, I feel like they're at least a 500 for, like, some, some you know, a few games here, a few games that, you know, they're right around, that's a good number, 38.5. I'll just take the over. You know, I feel I'm going like to take right the over, play. too. I feel like yeah. they're T- just. Tibbs can squeeze, like, 40 out of those guys. Plus, here's the other thing. If Tibbs is squeezing wins out of them and other kind of fringe teams below 500 are just going to go totally in the tank, uh, some of these lower tier teams that are at the edge of the playoff window are definitely going to, uh, you know, yeah, have I a few like more they, wins than they might otherwise yeah, have. Exactly. Because the Knicks are going to tank. Do you feel like the Knicks would tank? I think the only way the Knicks would tank is if they're just absolutely stinking it up coming out of the gate and you know basically Tibbs gets fired and exactly you said the magic words the only way I see them tanking is if Tibbs gets fired yeah Tibbs ain't gonna tank and honestly I don't think James Dolan has tanking in him I mean I feel like he's he's an organic tanker but (laughs) yeah yes Anyway, <laughs> anyway, who's next? Uh, oh, who next, David have there? David left it blank. Oh, so he's he's he taking the push. Out. He he's taking the push. Yes. He is taking the push. There you go. Okay. We got the push. Uh, next up is the Washington Wizards, thirty-five and a half. God, they're such a weird team. They make no sense. They like, suck. They're awful. But. But are they going to trade? Like, I don't feel, I feel like that uh, it's impossible to, who's their star? God, I'm terrible with names tonight. Bradley Beal. I feel like it's impossible to trade Beal with Beal with that contract now. Like, do you really think he's going to, well, he can't be traded. No, he can't be traded because he signed that extension. He can't be traded. No, I don't think he's, I, I, I don't think that he's untradeable in terms of, like, as soon as, the moratorium is off his extension. Uh, I think, but the, but they're not going to get anything. You know, what I mean, he they're just yeah. gonna, he, he's going to be able to just be sick of the situation, declare where he wants to go, and then they're going to get a crap package. But it's you not going to be like, till next year, right? Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, so yeah, I, no, I mean, it, it's a weird situation because like Beal's like literally. In, in the prime of his career and he's just wasting away. He's just rather wasting, you know, collecting his checks, you know, good for him. I mean, like, not that I'm begrudging him at all. He could do whatever he wants, but yeah, he's, he's a, he's a total non. Yeah. But here's, here's the counterpoint. Yeah. Go ahead. Here's the counterpoint. 
I actually like their draft. Um, um, I can't remember who they took, but I remember liking it. Um, Porzingis. Johnny Davis. Unfortunately, with Johnny Davis, the issue is he has performed horrendously in preseason. Preseason. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of guys taken behind him have looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. But the other side of that is I do believe in their kid from Gonzaga. Um, the the Rui, only Rui. Rui, the yeah. only uh, Japanese player in the NBA. That's right. So I I That's do. Right. Although I think Watanabe so, might still so, be in the so NBA. So what you got? What you got? I, I kind of want to take the over just because. Wow. wow. I just have a weird That's feeling. So spicy. That's spicy. But just barely. Like there. Here's why I'm going to take the over. The Wizards are so dumb that the one year they should tank, they won't. There you go. <laughs> like, it's the Wizards out go. thinking themselves. That's why they're going to take Love the it. over. So, Love it. Okay. I'm taking the under. I, and plus, I think the Zinger is due for a little bit of a bounce back year before he gets hurt. There <laughs> Again. There you go. I'm taking the under. Uh, I just can't believe no, he, say, I get he took it. the under, but he crossed it out. he's as vexed as he was as vexed as we were okay next up sacramento kings Uh, i don't know what the line is i'm taking the under because you're sacramento oh ye of little faith wow i'm taking the over you're taking the over i'm taking the over i'm all aboard kangs baby crypto kangs fan right here i just David, David's actually a Crypto Kangs fan too. He took the over, so you're the outlier. Enough. Why? Why? Why do you not believe in the Sacramento? Because they're the Kings. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA. Consistently, aren't? Don't they have the that longest? Was ta- that, was, that was tautological. Don't they have the longest playoff drought in the NBA? Yeah. Or it, they have the Probably. longest playoff they drought in pro sports. To. I think. Like I think. I believe it. I believe no, because I, I think the Mariners beat them. Oh. I think the Mariners, the Mariners had the longest, and they just made the straight. postseason. So they're the Kings. I think they suck forever, and I think that wow. um, the the trade they made with Indy was the just Kings absolutely idiotic. Just hung up idiotic. On pod. You, yeah. you just you just slam the door on the Kings of the pod. No, I think Vivek Renan Deev is one of the worst owners in pro sports. So you yeah, know he I'm hired like. You know he hired his niece to be the general manager of his like. Well, his niece could not be worse than Vladi Divas. <laughs> so it. I'm I'm fine it. with it. I mean, Vladi, the guy that passed on Luca. So yeah. no, you're right. So yeah. okay. Well, anyway, we're we're who, moving on who, to the David Charlotte had Hornets. The like, Charlotte yeah, Hornets. Yes. Charlotte I'm taking the under Hornets. on Charlotte. I feel like they're. I'm taking the under. I think they're going to be one of the NBA's worst teams. Total tankathon. Um, what is it? Uh, Beauchamp, not Beauchamp. Uh, Book Knight just got uh, picked up for his like fourth traffic violation in like a no, year and no, a half. Not just traffic violation, fourth DUI in twelve months. That's insane. That's uh, truly insane. I didn't. I heard it wasn't fourth DUI. I heard it was like fourth reckless off. No. He, he, wow. I heard. Yeah, it was no. Get this DUI. guy out of here. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think for DUI of the year. I'm taking the under DUI within a week. Like he got two DUI. Like if you could get extra odds for picking below 25 games, that is what I would do for Charlotte. I think they're going to be one the of the worst teams stink. in the NBA. I don't the know. The vibes. You know, well, it's, yeah, the vibes are terrible. But Steve Clifford, you know. Yeah, but is he's a retread there? He is, but he he gets his guys to play defense. Guys, to uh, I, he has traditionally gotten guys to play defense. I don't know who he has there to play defense. So no, you're right. No, because they stink on defense. Well, and they just kind of have a stinky roster, and yeah. I think they're basically going to be trying to figure out a way to trade a bunch of guys. New new conspiracy. Well, this well, what was the trade I heard with second hand? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just oh. going to say the conspiracy is that Lamelo's on his way to. Oh, see, I heard. No, I heard it was. Uh, uh, Hayward and uh, what's his name? The oh Terry oh, yeah, Rozier, right, right? No Rozier to LA. But I don't think I don't think they're trading Mello for anything. I think I I don't think Mello's Michael going to demand out. No, that that Lavar and Lamelo are going to. He has no leverage though. He's on a second year of his rookie deal. I guess, I guess. But yeah. what's that going to do for him? I don't think I he don't has know. any leverage. Yeah, unless he, well, I guess the only leverage he really would actually have would be taking the RFA, right? But he's only in his, what, third year this year? Third year, yeah. Yeah, so he's still got a whole other, he's still two years away, three years of control. I don't I think put that's, anything past LeVar Ball, though. Mm, I, I don't see it. I think, you think I he's think they're the going to just. He, he's okay with the He's okay. Oh, I think he'll totally invent an injury, and then it'll be Wimbayan. Wimbayan not going to work here much longer. His team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm totally. Yeah, they're going to totally be in the tank. Yeah. Okay, so we're all in agreement there. Uh, We got the Detroit Pistons next at twenty nine point five. I'm actually gonna optimistic like. I think they're going to overachieve over that a little bit. <coughs> I mean, I say that, but I then also I think they're going to find a way to invent an injury for like half their guys. So I want to take the under. I think they're just going to go in the tank so bad second half of the season that the under will become an eventuality. Yeah, they stink. I don't think they. I don't think they stink. I actually think, uh, you know, oh, who's their best player? Same draft class says Evan Mobley. It's killing me. Cade. Excuse me. Yeah, Cade. I think Cade's a really good player, and I think they have a lot of good young players, but I just think they don't want to win. Okay, who we got next? Uh, We got David took the over. So I don't know where you were, but I I, I guess I'm the outlier. I'm the, I'm the Pistons hater because I took the yeah. under. Uh, Orlando Magic. No, I took the under, too. Oh, you did? I, okay. I started, yeah, and then David I changed the my man. Okay, Dave is the outlier on the over. Yeah, I'm not a Pistons believer. Screw them. They suck. Uh, Orlando Magic at 26.5. Yeah, that's a tough number. Like, I just feel like they're almost too deep not to be better than that. It's kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I'm taking the over. They they are who people think Den or Detroit is. 
Okay. No, I the think frisky, that's fair. The frisky lottery team. I, I feel right. like Orlando's the frisky lottery team that could surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think so as well. And I think their problem is is they're gonna have they have a lot of good players and they need to tank too. Yeah, no. They I'm need to tank like, too. Like they're gonna actively have to try to tank. And I yep. think you can only like try to lose so bad so much before it looks really obvious and the you get a call from the commish. And I think they have too good of a roster. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. And plus, they have a lot of high variability guys like uh, Mo Bamba. And I don't know when I Cole watched Anthony. him, I, Cole Anthony, I actually thought that um, uh, Bol Bol looked good when the Cavs played him in preseason. So scary. Yeah. So scary. who knows? Yeah. He, scary he, hours. Dave, David's with us. Yeah, exactly. David's with us. He took me over. Okay, who we got next? A lot of group think here. Yeah, we're, we're about yeah, rounding it out here, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We are getting down. Last five. We got five to go. Uh, Utah Jazz at twenty four point five. Um, I'm gonna take the under because I think they're desperately gonna try and lose more than that. I think they pull the trigger on some trades sooner than later. I agree. Totally agree. And David agrees. He's on the under. Who else? So we all hate the. All the homies hate the Jazz. No, well, but we also know what a conniving jerk uh, Danny Ainge is and that he will That's do anything he, he can That's to true. lose. Well, and I like anything that makes Vernon Maxwell tweet funny stuff about a jazz fan. <laughs> you know who just hit a big uh, three for L.A. was Matt Ryan. Remember when he was in camp hey! for the Cavs or in uh, yeah. Summer League? Thought he looked hey, good. And they, and they tell us that Matt Ryan couldn't play. Give me a break. All those Matt Ryan haters. Yeah. All those haters of summer league. Yeah. You oh, I am. I'm excited to. Uh, I am excited to see the the uh, Cavs. Uh, the charge. Can't charge. There you go. Uh, they got a lot there of good players go. that I'm excited to see. You so are the speak. charge guy. I I am, and plus, uh, uh, so Grand Rapids, which I live near now, has a G League team. So I'll definitely be Ooh. there when the charge Who, is there. Who's their affiliate? Uh, Chicago. Is it Detroit? Chicago, I think. Uh, hold on. Hot Googling action. I know. It's so exciting. Uh, the Grand Rapids uh, G League, who are they associated with? They are associated with, um, damn it. Yeah, they, I think it's the Bulls. That's cool. Yeah. That's fantastic. The Grand Rapids Gold. And, oh, I forgot another Cavs connection. Guess who their head coach is? Who? Uh, Andre Miller. I have no idea. What? Andre Miller, yeah. Andre Miller, that's a blast. The the no the no vertical triple double. Um. Oh, they're affiliated with the Nuggets. That's wild. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, that is wild. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Excellent. So. uh, Oh, I'm excited about that. Yep, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder next at twenty three and a half. I think Denver's going to have to be my Western Conference team. I, I think Denver you beats are, that. Yeah, you are always, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Well, just because, you know, they got them, plus it used to be the Jazz, and then the Jazz kind of became insufferable. But, um, but yeah, uh, okay, see, I actually am going to take the over. Uh, and Whoa. I. Th- well, 
they're literally having to cut good players because they don't have roster room. Like, I just feel like they have too many good players, and you can only play... But they Andrew... keep crappy players instead. Yeah, like I know. Poker. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that. It's so <laughs> stupid. Um, and plus, I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, who's their really good player that didn't want to play for the Cavs? I am just amazing at names today. SGA is uh, Shai Gilgis Alexander is just going to be like winning games just to spite them. So I yeah. am on the opposite end of you. I think Shai Gilgis Alexander is a fraud, a loser, hates winning, hates basketball, <laughs> will and... never see heaven. Trust <laughs> same deal. Same deal with Presty for all the tanking he's done. They are in basketball hell for eternity. Okay. The under. So they'll the have under. the you take you think they'll have the worst record? I think they'll have one of the worst records. I think they'll have the worst record and end up with the sixth pick. Or the fifth pick. Like the oh, worst God, you can do for the, we, for the I love it. Yeah. Your yeah. your word to God's ears. <laughs> That's what happens. Absolutely. Nice. That's that's justice. Nice. That's justice right there. That's justice yeah. for Seattle. That's justice for tanking. Oh, yeah. That's justice for basketball. <laughs> wow. Preach. Yes. Preach, brother. Yes. <laughs> hey, we got anything else? Is the that the last one? No, no, no. We got three. That was it. Indiana oh, Pacers. Jesus. Yeah, Indiana Pacers at 23 and a half. I just think they're too good. Yeah. I, I, agree. I that's an uh, they got Hallie. That's, that's assuming that that's assuming they that's got to be assuming they trade, right? I guess, but I mean, they got Hallie, they got Turner, they got um, oh, what's his name? Uh, who's the shooter? Uh, Buddy, Buddy Buckets. They've got uh, Buckets. You know, Isaiah Jackson looked good last. Isaiah year. Jackson looked good. Um, that other yeah. rookie from Oregon. Yeah, okay. they just. Looks they just, just look. Cares. Don't they have Ben Mathurian too? Yes, yeah. And he's looked awesome in preseason. Apparently so. Yeah, Apparently like so. I just think they're too good for that number. Like that's an absurd number. Now, now. Well, and I just think Hallie's going to end up being too good for that number. Yeah. In his that's third a, that, season, that has to be factoring yeah. in. That has to be factoring a trade. It does, but. And I think they will make one, but I just think even with a trade, they're too good for that. Yeah, I'm taking the over for sure. Yeah. Uh, wow. So David's on the out. out David's the outlier. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, they'll always they'll win the two games the Cavs play in Indy because the Cavs <laughs> always lose in Indy. Anyway, no. Except last year they had that big comeback. Somehow they 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 always have a tough game. So we got Houston Rockets next at twenty. Ugh. Houston Rockets, who just made one of the goofiest extensions I've ever seen of uh, Kevin Porter Jr., um, mm -hmm. gave him a only the first year of like a four year, seventy four million deal uh, was guaranteed. Like yeah, I've never like seen a, anything like, an like NFL that. NFL contract. Yeah, and that's what it reminded you know, me of. And in my opinion, his agent should be shot. <laughs> like that's just yeah, a terrible. No, I mean, everybody, but maybe that, that's the rumor. That's the rumor is that but uh, then maybe his agent is like, this guy's too nuts. Maybe this is the only way he's ever going to be able to keep that money. Like I can't ever get no, him a exactly, contract no, before exactly he it. bombs out of the league. 
so yeah no it's exactly the situation um for sure you know i i feel like i i gotta take so what do you get what do you you take it i'm gonna take the under i think they're gonna be wretched (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's not going that's well no 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 i i'm taking the over you want to know why Ooh. Two words. Tari Eason. Rookie of the Tari year, Tari Eason. You're damn right. You're, you're I'm, so I'm, cool. Yeah, I think it's like 60 to 1 odds right now. Like, I would go 100% put 20 bucks on that. That's it. You, you, read, my, you read my damn mind, man. That's why I'm going yeah. over on them. Tari yeah, Eason, Tari revenge Eason. tour. Tari Eason, the, I figured out how to deal with ADHD tour. Yeah, like... I, I, I gotta... I, yeah. This is... This is my spicy take is like the the this one of two things happened. It was just institutional racism against Tari Eason that made him fall to seventeen by calling him LD and all those those slanderous rumors about him not like knowing the playbook, blah blah blah. Or or the Houston Rockets planted all those stories, stories to get him to fall to him in the media. Yeah, yeah, could be. That's could what's be. Up. I, I and I think that Houston's one of those teams that's that's so dumb they'll screw up tanking. <laughs> <laughs> they'll screw up tanking by taking Tar Eason, who will just look too good for them to tank. There that's we right. go. That's uh, right. Tar Eason. This podcast is getting and weird we, in its last yeah, hour. Pro well, pro Tar Eason. We we we, we have yeah. an axe to grind about that. Yeah, exactly. So okay. No, and, and I I uh, still Shannon, say. I still say that um, the oh, who's the uh, Okayak Baji? Like, I feel like the Mitchell trade might have been ordained from the start. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it almost feels like it might have been because they did the whole thing where they signed the guy and they had to wait the amount of time for him to be eligible to trade. Like, maybe it was just always, they always wanted Agbaji, um, well, no, but the they Caps had to, to sign him first. Another deal. They were trying to expand the deal is what I thought, I what I recall from the summer. Yeah. Well, I think. They were, they were I trying think, to get it. Oh, wait, no, that was with that was with the Rubio deal. My bad. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the Rubio deal. That was the Rubio yeah, yeah no, I, I 100% think Tari, or not Tari, what am I saying? Uh, Okayak Baji, like, it was, because I don't think, think Kobe's dumb enough to trade for him, or to draft him, um, unless mm. he already had a trade in the works. Because that is, right now, is looking mm. like a terrible draft pick, because he played all of 15 minutes in the preseason for Utah. Wow. wow. So, so that's my take, like, uh, he was drafting them for Utah. Otherwise, it looks like a terrible wow. draft pick. You hear it here first. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, it's, you know, the answer was Tari Eason, and it always will be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, lo- I love when my team is undefeated before the season has started. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, San Anto- Okay, last one. San Antonio Spurs. So bringing up the caboose at 22 and a half. Man, that's tough. Like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take the under. No, I'm going to take the over. I just feel like Pop would have to like just totally abdicate on the season to lose that badly. Have you seen their roster? 
have seen their roster. I, I don't know. They still have good players. They still have Jacob Podal. They still have uh, Dougie McBuckets, you know? I no, just... I'm, I'm, all in, I'm all in on the conspiracy theory. Uh, Tony... Uh, Tony Parker owns Wembenyana's team. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. yeah. He owns the team he plays on. The agent is a former. I thought his agent was a former Spur. Something. There's another connection. I forget what it was, but it, it was. It's it, it, maybe oh. with Duncan. I don't. It's just set up. It's just totally. It's a setup. Okay. It's a setup. It's a setup. Like they, they it's he's in the can. Spurs. It's in the can already. Yep, it's already there. When Benyana to the Spurs, it's happening. Nice. So that's you know. So I'm going under, and uh, they, there's going to be a frozen envelope in the draft room. There those is. Uh, they, those pictures of uh, Adam Silver that uh, Popovich has been hanging on to for 20 years are finally uh, finally going to pay, pay off. off. Yeah. It's gonna pay off. You know, he was a wasn't he a navy? He was a navy naval guy, wasn't he? Uh military guy. Pop? Yeah. Yeah. He went to West think, Point, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. So I, there you go. Spycraft. Or something craft. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so where um where are we at here? David took the over. David took the over. Okay. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna still take the over just because I think that number's so low, and so many teams like yeah, teams, it is low. It's ridiculously low, and I honestly feel like so many teams are tanking. It's gonna be like a suck off. That sounded yeah. weird. Um, at the end, <laughs> like, like you're gonna just be seeing G leaguers playing G leaguers, and it's gonna be weird. Remember the, like that year that the Cavs um, had that guy that won a bunch of games at the end and it was like screwing up their draft chances and but they still ended up getting Kyrie with the Clippers pick. So it's going to be like that year, man. Yeah. It's going to be, no, I mean, I I think you brought up a good point. Like it's going to be like a 33% of the league is blatantly tanking next year. Yeah. And it's actually going to make it hard to lose. So it's going to be a weird year for sure. And I feel like the win totals at the top are going to be a little inflated. So, Yep. Yep. Exactly. And and, and here's the thing: yep. if I was a betting man and I was good at over unders, I would actually be researching who has the worst teams on their schedule in the last third of the season, because I feel like that's those teams have an advantage. Like if you have a really hard initial schedule, but a really garbage late schedule. Like in terms of quality of opponent, that's a big bonus for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. all those teams are just going to be actively just throwing in the towel. So it's going to be awful. There's going to be a lot of lot of fake injuries this year. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I do not love it, but whatever. Okay, so we got to wrap this bad boy up. Um, let's okay. take one more break and then get out of here on our pod that was only supposed to be an hour and we're an hour we did okay and we did okay we're we're, we're, we're in an be, hour and 45 under, minutes yeah we're gonna make it under two so we made it under two okay last break we'll be right back welcome back to Cavs podcast i'm nate smith here with uh chris francis we are talking uh calves uh big calves news this week you know i kind of panned the calves for 
not signing Mamadi Diakite, who we all thought looked great in preseason. They took a risk, let him get on the waiver wire. He ended up um, getting a Cavs two-way contract, which means he can play 50 games with the main squad. Um, you know, and the, a lot of the guys the Cavs had in camp are going to end up on their G League squad. They're keeping the 15th roster spot, you know, full salary roster spot open. Um, super happy to see Diakite. Uh, I hope he gets some real run in some games. Um, if they don't come at the expense of the Cavs, but, or, you know, the, the core Cavs, but, you know, you, you expect the best and prepare for the worst. And given the Cavs bigs age and their, you know, injury history, having some depth that can come in and kind of emulate the way that, uh, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley play defense is, is, actually really beneficial to the Cavs. So I'm excited about them keeping Diakite. Yeah. What about you? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, that was, I was rapping with, uh, uh, the infamous EG on the live thread. Um, I forget which game it was. I think it was just the last game. Or yeah, it was uh, the Orlando game. Or, no, it was actually, I think it was the Orlando game. Yeah. It was either Orlando or Atlanta game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing I want to see about Diakite, God, I kind of want to see him with the starters. Like, that's how good he played in the preseason. Like, he was yeah. amazing in the preseason. He he knew his role. His defense was stellar. You know, that that's what it his was. His jumper looked good. Jumper looks real good. Uh, I went back and looked at his numbers in college, you know, because he's a known – he was a he was a big time star actually at UVA, a four year guy who stayed and won a championship with the Cavaliers of University of Virginia, and, and uh, he had a few other guys uh, that had a couple uh, cup with the Cavs. But um, you know, uh, he just he put up numbers that were really good. Like he was an elite defender. He was expanding his range. He was a 75% free. He started to shoot two threes a game in college at a, and making them in decent clips. So he was a guy that you would project to be like a solid 3 and D guy. You know, I think in his only G League season, he was like 7 of 16 or something. Like a, like oh, not wow. a lot of shots, but a good percentage. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he the thing that popped in his G League stats was his defense. So... It's only a question of does he know his role and can he be a non-zero? And that's well, I think shows. he's already answered that. It, the question is, where does he play on defense? And is he big enough to, you know, guard centers in the NBA? Uh, is he a three, four or five? And that's well, kind his, of his, his problem is not rim protection or playmaking. It's, it's rebounding. Well, right, exactly, and no, and part of it is because he's so skinny, yeah, that he right, can't hold exactly. the position and for the, rebounding. Undersized, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's a little short for his size. He's better right. than three. He's, <laughs> he's than a little short for his size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and I think he kind of fits that whole Tower City mentality. Like, he does. if the Cavs can play him at you know with Mobley, and maybe even oh. with Allen. That's like oh. really intriguing. That's very intriguing. I mean, that's if, a definite. That's a if you can defend the point game. of attack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have no. I have no problems thinking. I have every confidence. I have yeah. No questions about his defense at all. It's only about can he? Does he have the confidence 
to take that open if he's yeah. playing with the star. And yeah. can he can he dunk on some? Well, he, he can dunk. Like we saw that in preseason. He's a quick yeah. leaper. Um, yep. Two handed dunker. Like that's the other question. Does he have the one handed control for finishing? Um, yep. But yeah, I no, thought his we, roll roll timing looked nice, and you know. Not the greatest screen setter just because he is so skinny, but yeah, yeah. for sure he's got a lot of upside. This is so a pro. I think he's twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, he's he's in his prime. You know, he's a mini. What he what he to me what he is is that he's a minutes eater. He's going to be able to keep other guys fresh. Yeah, like you know what I mean. No, I want to see them totally give guys like Diakite shots on back to backs. Like, yeah, give Kevin Love the exactly. night off um, yep. on a back to back and let yep. Diakite eat, you know, especially when yep. they're playing some of these tanking teams. I would even alternate back. I would even alternate giving breaks to Mobley and that back to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially against some of these tanking teams. So exactly. Yeah. OK, yeah, what do you got absolutely. to pitch this week? I, I don't have anything to pitch. Uh, <laughs> we were just joking. I, I'm, I'm struggling and I need to make a better effort to engage with some culture. So that that's going to be, that's what I'm pitching. I'm pitching, hold me accountable, CTV. I will indulge in some culture. Sorry, I was, uh, I cut out there for a minute. Um, I, <laughs> I think you're plenty cultured, but uh, maybe we, <laughs> I, I, I don't even see you on the social media that often. So like, what do you do? You just consume sports all day? Yeah, Is, no, I mean, I can. You are a sports, all, all you're a hoops head. Gym rat, yeah, hoops I junkie. Really am. Do you still play? I, I am. I'm. Um. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still shoot the rock. You know, I still shoot. You the still rock. play pickup or just you, go shoot around? Some pickup. Yeah, I played some pickup. I played against some kids about half my age, and I nearly died. Um, <laughs> so that happened this summer. You know, over the summer, course of the summer. But no, they were great guys. In fact, they, they even stopped by the web site too just to say hi uh great kids uh, that i met in uh, awesome Virginia. that's yeah, awesome so, cool yeah so cavalier country a lot of time yeah you're right you're right <laughs> you're absolutely right so it absolutely is so i should have got i should have asked him about diakite damn i could have gotten the well it was probably before you knew he was on the squad because he was no you're right you're right. kind of a late yeah, ad right. so yeah, he was. He was interesting. How the hell? Did, like, it just kind of goes to show how dumb some of these front offices. He he's worth the fifteenth spot on a roster. So, well, at least from what we saw in preseason. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So, well, and yeah. you know it is, but it's also like you know the bottom twenty percent of the NBA is just probably as good as the twenty percent of that is out of the NBA. It's just confidence and opportunity and. Yep. Um, role, like knowing, yeah, like you said, up. knowing your role. Yep, exactly. Be, being yep. a star in your role. Yep, absolutely. Well said. Well, that, and I think also just you know knowing how to stick around, like be a guy, always on time, uh, always oh, somebody yeah, the coach doesn't have to work. Yeah, doesn't yeah, have to worry about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, be a good teammate. Yeah, it's good to see for Diakite. So my pitch is uh, the Michigan town of Traverse City. I was there this Ooh. weekend. 
for the fall colors Ooh. and visited a lot wow. of wineries and cideries and eateries and kind of ate and drank my way through Traverse City and you know, probably happy. need to go on a uh, little bit of a triglyceride purge right now and uh, and uh, lay off the sauce and the the heavy food for for a week or two. But yeah, it was it, it was a lot of fun. A uh, really cool town, a lot of great breweries, uh, beautiful country, uh, very nice people. So uh, if you get a chance, uh, take a trip to uh, Traverse City uh, next fall or the winter or the or or the summer. So, uh, yeah, I, I imagine the spring there isn't the best because they get a lot of snow. So the the Ooh. what they what we in Alaska called breakup is probably pretty ugly. But uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, super fun town. So and then what time do the Cavs tip off uh, on Wednesday? Seven thirty. And uh, yeah, it should be a good one in Toronto. Uh, Ricky Rubio and uh, Glass Windler did not make the trip, uh, but uh, everybody else is there and uh, should be fun. I uh, hope uh, hope they rename the town to Avanto after tomorrow night. And as always, go Cavs. Go Cavs. Thank you for listening to Cavs the Blogs podcast. Check back soon for some more fun with your favorite blogger. And we're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.